Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. You're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because, honey, around here, it ain't your mama's talk. Hello, darlings, and happy hump day, babies. We have made it through another week, and we're almost to, like, mid-August. I mean, it's fabulous, because I'm not a summer girl. I'm going to say that every damn time. I'm not a <laughs> summer girl. Don't like to be in 110, 125, 90,000 degree heat. <laughs> I'm a delicate flower. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's been horribly hot here. We're either flooding or we're in drought and yeah. So the the joke of the week is, you know, the other night, you know, I live in, in, in Texas. We had eight inches in my in my neck of the woods, eight inches of rain in a few hours. I posted on Facebook, you know, eight inches and so everybody's like, and you're complaining about in eight inches? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's the joke of the week. Monica has complained about eight inches. Oh, it's quantity, not it's, it's quality, not quantity. You know, people, <laughs> especially when it comes to rain. So anyway, tonight is going to be an amazing, absolutely amazing show because I have a very special guest who was with me a couple of weeks ago, and we did. Um, what's love got to do with it? Can you have sex without love? And it sparked so much. So many people were blowing up my email, my text messages, my inboxes, everything, because everybody's like, yes, no, maybe, should I, could I, would I? You know, the whole morality of it, um, bad girl, slut shaming, men slut whatever it all came out so I decided that I'm going to bring back the very beautiful May and um, we're gonna we're gonna continue talking about that along with so much so so many other things because I've I've got questions that uh, listeners have sent in plus we're going to touch on BDSM meets Tantra and introduce the yin and the yang of that and it's just going to be a very delicious, sexy show tonight. And, you know, I, I just want to say thank you to everybody because all the love and the support that you are giving from Porch Sex Talk is, it, 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 it just makes my heart happy. And it makes me want to say, you know, color me pink and slap my butt because it's, uh-huh. it's truly amazing. <laughs> It makes me just, it makes my heart so happy that people are are listening and checking it out and binge listening over the weekends or on their way into work or on their way home from work. I, I'm just so happy about that. So thank you, thank you, thank you again. And um, yeah, so let's get the show going. How are you, darling? How what, What's going on? Where are you at this time? I'm great. I'm actually home in California. I am one week away from my Hot Life, Hot Love event, so I'm a little busy. And like you, you know, today I had to call a timeout and cancel a bunch of appointments and just nap. Well, actually play with myself because I was just so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Say that one more time in case anybody missed it. Wait. Where else can I go and talk about these things and say, yeah, today I had to cancel my appointment and then play with myself and take a nap because I was too tired. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Let's start to show funny. off on the right footing, right? Here we go. <laughs> Might as well. Hey, there is nothing wrong with a little playtime with yourself. Ugh. 
you know? A little afternoon delight, after all. That's why they made that song. I was just going to say that. Guy <laughs> my afternoon delight. Hey, if you can't delight. do it with yeah. yourself, why can't you do it with yourself? That's so delicious. Absolutely. I'm so happy You know, people look at me when I'm weird. If they, and you know, I I can shock the hell out of people. You just never know what the hell going to come out of my mouth. People have called me, well, yes, people have called me. And when if I want to give them a little shock, especially if I know who's calling me, if it pops up, what are you doing? I'm rubbing one out. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And they just crickets on the other side of the line. I'm like, don't don't they just go, can I help? (laughs) You know, some, believe it or not, some guys have actually said, "Um, okay, I'll let you you go. You be. Yeah. Yeah. Is that more of a, a... I'll let you go, kind of like a question, should I let you go, or can I help you? <laughs> I wouldn't have said it, you know, if I didn't want any help, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a hint there for all the men who are listening. If a girl tells you that, I think most likely you could actually, you know, proceed to the next step that said, offer, do you need help? Would you like some help? <laughs> Exactly. I mean, that's kind of like a, a doorway, an invitation for you, because if I'm comfortable enough to take, I'm rubbing one out, you know. I mean, I'm not going to just say that to just anybody, so, you know, whatever. You know, and, and a lot of people are like, Monica, I can't believe you said that. I am, <laughs> I embrace my sexuality, and I'm proud of it. And, you know, I think everybody should too because they're afraid. I haven't gone blind yet. I'm almost 44. I haven't <laughs> gone blind yet. <laughs> oh my God. Did, did, have I told you that my mother had said to me when I was a teenager, you know, like when we had a, a, a man's day over, like one of my cousins or whatever, you know, like rarely does that ever happen. But then, then, then he shower and she would be like, you know, wash that towel right away. Don't don't use that towel. You know, you rub that you rub that towel on your eyes, and you could go blind. And I was just kind of like, what? I can't rub one out. That's just not nice. And you know, my my first thing is is does it feel good? Um, hmm. you know it good to you because if you don't know your own body how in the actual hell is anybody else you know because mm. you haven't explored the, oh we're going there's so many different ways I could go with that but I do want to say thank you for coming on tonight I'm so glad that you're back with me we had a blast the last time it was sexy and two goddesses were on the mountaintop and it was yeah I had to smoke a cigarette Afterwards, and I don't even smoke. <laughs> no, I didn't smoke, Let's but you know, play. I thought about it. <laughs> I thought about it. Oh, you're so naughty. Oh, naughty, naughty, darling, naughty, naughty. So yes. we got lots to talk about tonight, and I have some questions, comments, concerns, issues <laughs> from listeners. And they need the, the, the know-how and the how-to. And I've always said, I, it doesn't matter what you ask me. I will always answer it. And I always get that question uh, from, you know, a handful of women that listen because they don't know how to give a proper blowjob or proper oral sex, I should say. And we overthink things. I mean, going down on your man we overthink it. And I know there are some things because some women don't like to swallow. So you might want to have that discussion beforehand because that's, that can totally um, kill the mood. That can be a major cock blocker if, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm bummed, no pun intended. (laughs) If you don't know what you should do with it. And I think that intimidates a lot of women because some women don't like to do that. Some women like to do that, prefer to do that. Some women like it somewhere else. Some women want you to run to the bathroom and take care of it on your own. So that's always one of the biggest things that women um, come to me about is 
what do I do with it? And how long do I have to do it for? Well, how long do you have to do it for? And that just depends on the amount of, um, just like with anything, women need a lot of foreplay. Men need a lot of foreplay. Everybody needs a lot of foreplay. Foreplay is wonderful. Foreplay is good. You know, start out during the day, you know, sending sexy text messages. Get them going and, and, and have him just rock hard while he's at the office or while he's at work or whatever and get him going. Get those that mental foreplay going. So by the time he comes home, he's racing across, you know, the city to get home, bobbing and waving through traffic. He can't wait to get... <laughs> Your mouth on him. Is it bobbing and weaving? I thought he was like he was like running into running the into house, the... you know, already naked, and his cock is bobbing and weaving, and he's like running. You know the... that too. That could be the situation too. You know, fuck it, I'm taking off my pants in the garage. I'm here. I'm hard. <laughs> I'm ready for you, baby. Wait for me at the door. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, meet me in the garage. (laughs) Meet me in the garage. My cock is hard. You know, so. That would be so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? You know, so get him so insanely aroused that by the time you start, you know, he's primed literally and ready to go. And be into it. Women, guys can tell when you're just giving a hand job just to give a hand job or you're not into what you're doing with your mouth and your lips and your tongue. Um, he can tell if you're not into it. So don't open that. Don't open Pandora's box, baby girl, if you don't want to play with what's there. So if, if this is something you want to do, prepare yourself and, you know, be into it because when we're into it, 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 there's no time limit. He may spontaneously combust just the minute your lips hit him, <laughs> or it may take a, just a little bit, but get him into it. It's just like women. You know, guys are always saying, well, she's not lubricated down there. I didn't do anything for her. Why can't, why isn't she having an orgasm? Why isn't she into it? Guys, same thing. It's foreplay. Vacuum the carpets. Do some dishes. <laughs> you know, don't do something that you know is going to turn her on. And, you know, get her, get those juices flowing with her, baby. And and <laughs> her go, get that foreplay out there. Foreplay, honey, foreplay is not just physical. It's not just in the bedroom. It doesn't start in the bedroom. It definitely doesn't end in the bedroom. Foreplay is 24-7. It's doing all these fun things, getting getting him a glass of water before he even asks for it, vacuuming those carpets for her, and, and just stepping out of the box. I'm going to rub her nipples. I'm going to, you know, whisper something kind of sort of sexy in her ear and hope that, you know, maybe she gets turned on. And the same thing with God, you know, girls don't just, you know, if you're going to flirt, flirt with your man and, and get him ready. So is there a time limit on how long you should give a blowjob? Absolutely not. Get him going, have fun, take the time limit out of there, take the ego out of there, and let his pleasure become your pleasure. Because some of the best orgasms I have ever, ever, ever had was going down on you know, my partner that I was with because I've taken out the ego and I've let that energy of, you know, I'm in control. I am the goddess. I'm in control of your pleasure. So seeing him, hearing his vibrations, you know, his moans and feeling that those those same vibrations come through his body, it's going to come through mine. Guess what? Let let me jump in here with you on this one because I've gone from, being very frigid about giving a blowjob and very <laughs> like use it as a tool only for certain you know things that I want or something like that but I really didn't at that at that time of my life I didn't enjoy it at all and I just felt oh I don't know whatever 
the old me. And then, and then I had to make a lot of peace with my own sexuality and get to know my own sexuality where I can actually, you know, have multiple orgasm now and can really enjoy sex and enjoy myself without shame and burden and guilt and all that stuff. And what I learned about, about giving a blowjob is that when I think about how to do it and how to do it right and all that stuff, I'm in my head, like what you said, be in my ego. And, and it doesn't really help. But when I give a blowjob for my own pleasure, where I actually could like get so into it that I actually could even have like a little mini orgasm in my throat. That feels really good, right? Now it's not about him anymore. Now I'm doing it for me. I am, I am feeling great doing it. And I like, if he enjoyed or not, well, guess that's, that's, that's his stuff. I don't care anymore. Then it's just amazing. And everybody's happy. Yes. And, and, you know, like I said, when I'm teaching um, women how to embrace that and how to be open with that and how to um, be that sexy goddess, I tell them because mm-hmm. a lot of them come up with the same thing. I don't want to do it. It's a chore for me. It's this for me. I don't like the way it tastes. I don't want to have to do this. It takes too long, you know. And I'm like, if you just take out that ego Take out, clear your mind, you know, literally, I'm going to say it. It's like you're painting a masterpiece with his cock. I'm just saying. Mm. Just use his body, make that your masterpiece, and play him like, you know, play his body like like this beautiful instrument and make him make some noise, girls, because there is something sexy about a man who makes some noise when he is pleased. It doesn't Mm. always there are some guys who are so scared and stuck in their own throat chakra that they can't make noise. And uh, what a lot of guys have told me, some have told me that it's because when they were little or younger, you know, they would be masturbating and they had to be quiet because they're a teenager in their bedroom and they didn't want anybody else to hear it. So they just used to feeling that pleasure without saying anything. I'm like, Oh no, baby. I want to hear you. I want to hear you come. I want to know that I'm pleasing you. I want you to release all of that. Scream, yell, whatever. I, I want you to release all of that because all of that, those, those noises vibrate in your throat and it vibrates through your body, increasing that orgasmic energy. So let it go. It's a beautiful sound. And women, same thing with, you know, with us. When you take all of that out and pleasing him, and that's why I tell him, you are the goddess. You are in control of his pleasure. All of that writhing and moaning that he's doing, you are causing that. You are the owner of his orgasms at that moment. That's the same thing with, you know, how I see it. I want my warrior to be the owner of my orgasms at that moment to give them to me, you know, and, and enjoy them with me, share them with me because I'm going to be doing the same thing back. And that is powerful sex magic right there. It, 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 it is. It's very powerful sex magic because you, it's, it's not the sex that creates the pleasure. So, amen. I, I could talk, amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> so, Getting back to my question, <laughs> there is not a specific time. Okay, and, and if you have any other questions or you need to contact me, you can go to my website and message me, Monica Lee at frontporchsextalk.com, or you can find me on my fan page on Facebook, Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee. Okay, so I have another question, more of a comment because I have had a, quite a few men message me about this. Men, y'all are fabulous. Y'all are wonderful. And you smell good most of the time when you allow yourself to smell good. I'm just saying. And <laughs> But sometimes you talk and... Too much. Exactly. You talk <laughs> too much and you're talking nonsense that will turn a girl off in a fucking heartbeat. Especially when it comes to this particular subject. Guys, 
There are three holes down there. Three. One, two, three. So when you're talking to a girl about how to give her an orgasm or I'm just going to use this as an example. I had a guy message me and say that because of his endowment, he was afraid that he was going to rupture the girl he is with, her bladder. And I Mm. said, please explain. And he says, well, when I stick it in her bladder hole, I don't want to rupture her. Or when I stick it in her hole, I don't want to rupture her bladder by putting it in there. I, again, said, please explain. And he repeated himself. And I said, that's what I thought you said. Honey, there are three holes. The urethra, where you urinate from, or women urinate from. The vagina, the 4th of July, the yoni, the love tunnel, whatever you want to call it, um, where you, you know, put the penis in and have a baby. You know, babies come out through there. And the anus, of course, where you do your anus from, oops, whatever you want to call it. Three holes. So, guys, before you go telling a girl that you are rather endowed and you're going to rupture her bladder, I'm pretty sure she's not going to let you have sex with her. I'm just saying. Uh, one, it's not possible for that to happen. Um, and, and two, other guys think that um, that they're going to, if, if they're putting it in because they're still thinking there's one hole, they think it's kind of um, – what happens if she pees on me? Um, you're not going to put your penis inside of her urethra, and she's not going to pee on you. Um, she may have, if if you're touching that G-spot with your the tip of your penis inside of her vagina, love, you know, it, your love wand is in her yoni. Um, yes, she could have what's called uh, female ejaculation. That is not pee. That is female ejaculate. It's not pee. So um, most guys actually like when that happens, but it's not pee. I can. It has been tested. It's not pee. It's you can smell it, and it doesn't smell like pee. It actually smells differently. And and some cultures. And in the old days, people would consider that like the nectar of the gods. And even it's, now, yeah. you know, women would take that and rub it over themselves as like that and also um, ejaculate from men, you know, rub it at, like a, a rejuvenation cream for your face. And that's that's like one of the, the I am I, blessed to you know a high-end, high-end, I don't want to call her a call girl because I think that's a that's a terrible label for her. She's like an amazing priestess who does amazing work with men, and she that's her one of her youth youth uh, advice to me <laughs> is you know that's one of their secrets to, to use, which is fascinating. Right. So it can be a bit, and yes, it is actually called the nectar of the goddess in. Mm-hmm. Contra, we don't call it squirting. I detest that word. Absolutely detest it. Um, it's, it's In Tantra, it's called the flow of Amritas, and it is the nectar of the mm. goddess. So, yeah. And the flow is so much nicer because I don't squirt. I flow. I flood. <laughs> and and it's, 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 a lot of, um, it's a lot of pressure to have to squirt, you know, and all these porn movies about hitting a wall or, or a, 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 a row of men in their raincoat, you know, waiting for the, for the, the, sp- the hose spray, spray, which is, I think is a terrible thing to, to put in people's mind about this. It's a very natural buildup of liquid. It will flow out. You can't help yourself. And if you feel like you're, you're needing to pee, just let it flow. It's going to be okay. Exactly. And then, you know, it, I, and women, there are some women who are very comfortable, and it happens quite often. And they're like, yeah, we just go ahead and put down a bunch of towels or an old blanket or something. You know, and nobody has to argue about who sleeps in the wet spot. But, you know, it's okay. So getting back to, you know, these guys, you are, they're not peeing on you. And, and here's the thing. Guys will want to have anal sex. Anal sex. <laughs> 
keyword anal sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they don't want a woman to have female ejaculate <laughs> flow onto him. I'm like, what okay. are you trying to say, Monica Lee? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand. What are you trying to say? <laughs> they will, you know, they would rather put their penis inside the anus where, you know, poop comes out than rather ha- and, and 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 rather than having the nectar of the goddess flow onto them. Which is like, wow. Okay. Well, I, I think there's something a lot deeper there, right? I mean, you know that too, of course. It, it's like there's we as a society have been trained by um, by the marketing people and the health industry people. You know, these people, these, these two industries, the pharmaceutical and, and marketers, benefit when we are in fear around our sexuality and exactly. when we are in shame around our body odor, our body liquid. And, you know, we, we just don't understand anything anymore. We're just told and bombarded by all these images of perfection and cleanliness and everything. So, you know, there's a deodorant for this and a blah, blah, blah for that and a douche for this and all of that. But really, um, even if it's pee, it's just pee. And pee actually is not, you know, it, it can cure and disinfect and do all sorts of amazing things. So it's like, it's just pee if that's the case. And, and the other stuff is just wetness and yeah, you know, have two towels, fold them in 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 half, and just stay stay on the towels. That's that's how I do it. <laughs> we actually have a call to take it. I think we should see what's coming. Oh, see what's going to happen. I know. Let's see. Hi, you are on the front porch with Monica Lee. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. It's Lorraine. I just had to call hey. because of the topic that you're talking about. Oh, hi, darling. <laughs> hello, hello. Um, I am very glad that you brought up the topic of female ejaculation because I feel like there's a huge stigma on it. And I feel like I don't know why pe- more people don't embrace that about why more women aren't embracing that about themselves. I find, well, you know that I'm a lesbian, so my sexual preference is women obviously um and i have had i don't want to say several and make myself sound like that kind of girl but in my age with my age i've had multiple partners we don't judge Um, here honey we don't judge here (laughs) we we encourage it (laughs) there you go well um i i don't understand like i said i just don't understand why more women aren't embracing it because i've had partners even in the past that are so scared or it happens and they're just so embarrassed and I'm like uh you want to try again see if it happens again (laughs) and a lot of that comes down it comes down to not being I don't want to say not being educated on it but it's scary if you don't you're thinking you're going to pee and we've been potty trained since we were a year old to if we feel like we're going to pee we get up and we go to the bathroom and we pee so especially when we're having right. sex, which is already bad, and we're bad people for having sex. But you're having sex, and now you got to pee on someone? Hell no! <laughs> so we, so we, our minds are programmed to think, uh, one, I'm totally fucked up because I'm a bad person for having sex, and now I, if I need to feel like I pee, I need to get up, stop what I'm doing, and go pee. But it's not. It is actually a beautiful release. It can be a very emotional release. And if you just, you know, go ahead. I tell women, go ahead, get up and pee before you're even going to engage in any kind of sexual activity. So if you do have that sensation, feel free, you know, have that. Because it's, some women, it's just a little trickle. Some women are gushers and some are little it is what it is. They're little squirters, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and, and, you know, the first time it, 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 it happened and I'm putting all my business out there, you know, it, there was that part in the back of my head because it was actually during one of my own Tantra healings that I was 
it, it had never happened. And it was like, oh, God, whoa, wait a minute. You go between that realm of I'm floating, I'm, you know, in this kundalini orgasmic state to um, I need to get up and go pee, you know. And <laughs> yeah. once yeah. you just let go, all of that, it's a beautiful release. And when I'm doing my tantra se- sessions with <clears throat> with females and it, and and to see them, their bodies tense up, and I'm like, just just let go, just breathe through it. They are releasing not only you know the flow of amritas, but they are releasing with that. They will cry and scream and laugh and all kinds of other. And we, as a society, we're so used to holding everything in that again we hold ourselves back. And we're holding our breath yep, at the same time. And I'm like, don't hold your breath, honey. Breathe through it. Fire. That is, that is the single most important piece of sexual advice you have ever given me. Don't hold your breath. Uh, <laughs> I'm, so glad you, I'm so glad you came to me with that. I love you because I want you to have wonderful <laughs> orgasms and delicious orgasms. <laughs> But we don't give ourselves permission. Good, good girl. We don't give ourselves permission to enjoy anything or to enjoy sex, to enjoy our lover, to enjoy our orgasms, or to enjoy the damn chocolate that we want. I mean, we don't. We are so hung up on what other people are going to think. Fuck it. You know, I posted something on Facebook yesterday. You know, rule of the day, stay hydrated and don't give a fuck what everybody else thinks, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. let go and enjoy these wonderful orgasms and these releases. It's the same kind of with men too, when it comes to, and, and in Tantra, when we are stimulating that, uh, it's a beautiful uh, ritual um, to massage the yoni, um, the same with men. It's, it's a sacred spot massage and they automatically think I can't have that because yes, you are going through the, through the anus to the prostate and you are stimulating that process, that, that prostate. And it's this release that is so insane and intense for them. And they are releasing emotions and feelings and hurt and pains and everything else that they've been holding on to for so because men are sensitive creatures too. So it's again, I, I, I tell them you don't have to do that if you don't want to, but you know, if you, if you want that, okay. Um, because again, it's part of your healing. So yeah, how do we get on this? Oh, cause we we're talking about peeing through the long hole or guys. <laughs> Let me get back to that because I'm off a topic. <laughs> okay, one more question, and uh, then we'll get into what we're supposed to be talking about. And it kind of turns, it kind of ties into what we're talking about. And this is from a listener out in California, your neck of the woods, May. And it's more of a comment that she's making about. Okay, if 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 you could be you know, what's love got to do with it? So she's saying, let me pull it up, let me pull it up, let me pull it up. She says, I absolutely think that you can have sex without love, but why is it if you go in with that expectation that the other party, per se, feels it's okay to fuck every damn thing in sight? To me, this is scary as hell. She also goes on to say, yes, you can protect yourself all day long, but still... She's like, I'll just go without. And, you know, and if someone would say, you know, could they say, I'll be exclusively sexual with you and you live your life, I live my life, but we're friends with benefits, so to say, exclusively, and that would be okay. And so that brings about, can you have sex without love? Can you do the friends with benefits, if that's what you want to call it? Can you have multiple partners without having love can you go in detached and just have the physical without the emotional 
What do you think? Are you, what do you, what are you asking me? Yes, I'm, I'm asking oh. you. Oh, my gosh. You know, this is, like, this is like six months' worth of work in order to answer this question because most of the time, uh, women, where we're at and where we've been conditioned and trained around relationship and safety and health and all that stuff, cannot understand a different, a different answer than cross your legs, keep it safe, yeah, you're right, it's not okay, and, you know, it's not possible to have sex without, without the emotion. It's like it's, it's such a different paradigm. And until we heal ourselves deeply and to start to see, and first of, let me just define the, the current paradigm of how we are, men and women, when it comes to sex. But since I mostly work with women, I'm just going to speak to the women, okay? So currently we come to sex with so much fear, fear about our own safety, fear about, you know, um, are, are, are we good enough? Are we pretty enough? So all the enough stuff goes on. And then our issues with men, men are uh, takers. Men just want sex on me. Men, abuser, men, you know, all the stuff that we've accumulated throughout our lifetime or even past lifetime, really, into, uh, into now about men and our history with that. So we have a lot of woundings around that. And then we don't feel supported and loved by women, and we feel judged and, um, and shamed by ourselves, by other women. So we come to, to the bedroom with all of this stuff. So it's really hard to have amazing sex to have a conversation about sex can be really free. Sex is yours to experience. You can fuck anybody you want to. It's really hard to have that conversation because we would, I would be hitting a lot of your yeah, but walls. And so if you're writing or you're hearing this and, and you have a lot of prickliness inside and you feel like, how, what, and, you know, it's, it's, it's good. That means you get to notice the many layers of resistance and fear and conditioning that is embedded into your psyche. And it has robbed you away from, from, from enjoying what is rightfully yours, which is your pleasure, your own sexuality, and that you're safe in this world. And you will call forth the most amazing partner to to dance with you in that moment, you know, in that evening or that night or that afternoon or whatever, because you are truly safe in the world. It's really hard to even understand what I'm talking about. So I totally get, you know, if you're feeling charged or feeling like, you know, I don't get what she's saying, I, I bow to you. I totally get it. Because 10 years ago, if you tried to say that to me, I wouldn't get it either. I understand. And, you know, I, I, a lot of, uh, mostly women, a lot of women think that if they go into it without love, that yeah. they are the slut or they're bad. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes a relationship is not the best thing for you at the moment, maybe because your career and you don't have the time to, you know, constantly be going out and doing things and being social and, you know, whatever, but it would be nice to have someone to meet you in that physical realm. Um, but you see, here's, here's the thing that there's a, a flaw to that statement, you know, going into it without love. What we call love, first of all, is messed up. Really, you know, is that really love? Or is that 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 you would feel comfortable having sex if you know that this guy you know, he's there for you, he's not like he's all yours, that you own him and you control him, and then you can feel safe to have sex. You know, that a lot of times we're so messed up around love and we, we call it love for, um, uh, but really, if you truly love yourself and you know who you are, you trust yourself, you're confident, you're, you're in love with yourself, you come into any relationship with love. But exactly. it's not the codependency love. It's not the I need him to be a certain way in order for me to feel safe to open my legs and have sex with him. I don't need any of that. 
I know who I am. I know, you know, what my desire looks like. I know when I'm safe. I know when I'm not safe. I know when I, I should walk. I know when I should stay. When I am in full ownership of myself, I can have sex with anyone without that codependency love. But I come into it. I bring love. I bring love to it. Exactly. And that's where it's beautiful. There's, again, my, my, my beloved Depeche Mode. No hidden cash. No <laughs> it would not be a show without the Depeche Mode mention. So thank yes, you. Yes, I've got to plug my baby, my baby daddy. Um, <laughs> six weeks and counting, y'all. Five weeks now. Um, Somebody <laughs> please hook her up with the Depeche Mode. But then, please, please, this would not be, you, we could not let this goddess be strung out and waiting. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, I need my Depeche Mode. But, and you know, there's a soundtrack to my life. So there's this song called Free Love. And mm. one of the lyrics is, no hidden catch, no strings attached, yes. just free love. It is one that's of the most beautiful it. songs ever. And that's what it is. There's no strings attached. You know, there's no hidden catch. There's no agenda. And you come and, no. and you meet each other. And we we are yeah. so confused about all this and so here's 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 the kick here's the thing you have people that are in relationships in unions that are loveless and they're just fucking it's just putting the penis in the vagina you know and 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 they're having loveless sex they're just two people maybe they're bored maybe they ain't got nothing else to do or maybe they're just going through the motions and it's just a fuck but mm-hmm. and then you have people out there who are meeting each other on this physical realm and you know they love e- they love themselves and and they they're meeting in this realm of love and creating something magical in the moment because again sometimes it's not always conducive to have a relationship maybe you know you're traveling all the time with work or you've got stuff going on, but you still have that urge. You still have that need. You still have that ache to have human connection and have, you know, um, your hair stroked or your back rubbed or your butt spanked a little bit. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm, maybe I'm thinking well, out loud. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think we, uh, so, so often we collapse love, with relationship and sex, you know, it's all smooshed together. So if if there's a relationship, that means I must love him or he must love me, and then that means I, I'm safe to have sex, and then, you know, it's all convoluted in there. We don't come at it clean, free love, right? No expectation. I bring my full self to you. We come together. We enjoy. I discover about myself in my communion with you. I walk away full and powerful, and you walk away full and honored and powerful, and we bless each other, and we go forth, and we are filled up. So when we collapse those things together, we don't come together and then leave full. We come together, we have sex, something weird happened, we don't know what it is. We're like, does he like me? Does she like me? Did I do good? Did I not do good? Is he going to call again? Is he going to ask me to marry him? It's all convoluted and it's all bloody and messy. Yes, and you drive yourself psychotic of now it's the game. I'm not going to text him because yeah. he hasn't me but you're looking at your phone telling other people to call your phone or message you to see if your phone is working because you haven't heard from him and 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 it's just one vicious cycle after another you're beating yourself up I've been there I'm not pretty enough I'm not thin enough I'm not this enough I'm not that enough what did I do wrong I didn't use any teeth so I know that had to be great (laughs) (laughs) how could he not love me Yes, and that's what, as women, we do, because again, that's how we are conditioned. And when you step out of that in your goddess mode and you are in love with yourself, it doesn't matter because sometimes the universe throws you these yummy, delicious bones, so to say, to bring to, to give you that um, 
satisfaction of what you're needing right now. And it could be, you know, a partner who is there, maybe not all the time, um, but just when you need it, because maybe you've had a string of rough weeks together and you just need somebody to connect with, to throw that, you know, throw, you know, let go in a wild throw of passion. Um, and I know I've got people right now saying, but that's not right. You shouldn't be doing that. Um, it's not that it's right. It's not that it's wrong. It's what is good for you. And if you can't, I mean, if you don't want to allow yourself to do that, then okay, that is you. But there are some people out there who can do that. What am I saying? Don't judge. Don't judge what's not good for you. It's not for everybody. And it's tough because there are some people that are like, yes, I can totally disconnect and, and not so much want to have a real instant relationship because I just had sex on the first date. Um, you know, there's people who can do that and there are people who can't, they need the monogamy, they need the relationship and that's fine. Again, it's not right. It's not wrong. It's whatever you and your convictions feel is, is right. I have had some of the most intense, orgasmic, mind blowing relations, <laughs> sex, mm-hmm. orgasm, mm-hmm. when I am in love with someone, because it, again, and I've mentioned this before, it's the sound of his voice that echoes in my head, and it's already creating that state of arousal. It's the way he's touched me, and I know he's going to touch me, just the, even just the thought of the tip of his cock getting ready to go into me. I'm already clawing the sheets off the bed because I, I am so into him and I love him. And if he even tells me that he loves me while he is, you know, while there's penetration, I, I'm floating after that. But <laughs> that's you know, funny because if he says that while I'm doing it, I would be like pulling away and kind of going, Oh, now you just wrecked it. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, this is, this is again. Oh, God, I'm, I'm starting to sound like I'm some cold bitch woman, but I'm not. <laughs> it's just like I am very suspicious of what we, we call love nowadays. So when someone say, I love you to me, you know, the old days would feels like such amazing thing, but now it feels, I feel burdensome. I feel suspicious. I feel like, well, exactly. okay, that's because nice. That's your experience for, for yourself. You know, you feel a tremendous love for me. Good for you. It doesn't really exactly. have anything to do with me. You know what I mean? And I know right. that's really hard for people to get because if you're craving to have someone say to you, I love you, you can't hear you know, you can't, you might not be able to understand that, oh my God, when someone say, I love you, it has nothing to do with you. It's all about them. Yes. And, and again, because love has become such a diluted word. Now this, you know, when this has happened, of course, I've been in, you know, a relationship, a long-term relationship. And, and there was a deep, intense love with each other. What was so wonderful about it was, yes, I was in these deep, connected relationships, you know, at the time, but I still was able to lead my life, and he was still able to lead his life, and there wasn't a, I'm yours, I want to be yours at that time. Grab my hair, spank my ass, say I'm yours, and again, I'm floating, (laughs) but it's in that moment. Don't start, don't start clocking my time for how long it takes me at the market or who are you talking to or anything like that. But no, in that moment of passion, yeah, pull my hair, spank my ass, tell me I'm yours, flip me over and then make love to me. You know, again, it goes into that whole, I need a warrior who knows how to fuck me and a lover who knows how to make love to me. And he's going to know the difference with that. Yeah, and, and, and is it does it is it that your your mind or is it your mind, bitch? <laughs> Which one makes you wetter? <laughs> depends. <laughs> oh, it depends. Okay, no. <laughs> You're my girl. It depends on what. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Which 
which we'll be talking because we're in the last 10 minutes. I do definitely want to talk about um, Tantra and BDSM because we both come from different worlds, so to say. Um, you've said it but before. We, but we meet but we meet in the middle where, where it's about pulling hair and spanking butts right there. That's where Tantra and BDSM meet. <laughs> <laughs> because I've already opened my Kundalini energy and I'm in a very tantric state. <laughs> but in the, in the event you want to flip me over and spank my ass and pull my hair, then we, we're going a different world. <laughs> yeah, baby. Let's bring you a little pain so that you can drop into that deep subspace. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were I was talking about that the other day with someone, and I said, you know, you know I just got a tattoo. And it was an orgasmic state that I was in while I'm getting this tattoo because it was just that whole fine line of pleasure and pain. And when I'm, yeah. you know, surrendered to, it was very emotional for me to get this tattoo, but it's, again, my body was open and I was surrendered and yeah. I, it was, it was beautiful. So yes, Tantra is very, uh, it can it, it can be very spiritual, almost like a religious experience, much like when you trust someone so completely. Yes, you trust someone so completely that you are entering in, you're trusting them that they're going to go on this journey with you. And, you know, it becomes so confused and deluded and twisted because you have so much different media out there. You have the movies out there with the Fifty Shades of whatever color. And stupidity, have, I call that one. <laughs> you call it what? Fifty Shades of Stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> well, you no, know, I really, I, I love, I love the fact that that movies and that those series of books have stirred up so much, so much desire out of all the women who read it. I do. I'm so ecstatic about that. It really speaks to this is something that we've all have suppressed for so long. And now it's about time to come back. I just hate the whole storyline and how he's got some bad juju background and he's broken and she's got to save him and all that stuff. It's just like, please, do we always have to create such psychodrama to sell stuff? Can't we just enjoy enjoy something because it's good, healthy, and it's it, it it will take you to a much deeper place and you will discover a sense of trust and unconditional love like you've never experienced before. That we keep missing that point. Exactly. And, you know, yes, it is made for TV, made for movies. So, you know, they've got to put something, but I'll never forget because I saw the first 50 shades a few times. I went to, I, I saw it at the theater a couple of times. And one of the times I was there, you know, and before I had even gone to the theater, everybody's just a buzz about the books, the books, the books, the books. You got to read the books. I still haven't read the books, and I got the special edition hardback covers. Um, you're collecting <laughs> dust. You know, I write my own. I, I, I don't need I to read them. I write my own. I downloaded all version, and I just could not get past the first book. I'm just like, oh, I should have read one first before I bought the other two. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I I have these. And and I haven't read them yet, but, you know, I, I saw the movie. I went in with an open mind. But here's the thing is there was this women, these school teachers and principals and nurses and doctors and lawyers and stay-at-home moms and every woman you could think of from every walk of life and every color and size and shape and form and fashion. And they're all in there hooked on this man and, and and they are letting themselves go within the confines of that theater because when they walk out, they go back to mommy, they go back to teacher, they go back to nurse, they go back to principal and whatever other position that they hold in this society. And even to hear them speak, some of them couldn't even say the word cock or pussy or – and I'm just like, it just rolls off my tongue, you know. And they're just so – you know, but they, it's like there's that part of them that wants to come out and explore. And I'm saying, come, baby, come. Let's have fun, you know, and explore your sexuality because you may really like this. And I was having a conversation with one woman in there. And she was like, oh, my husband doesn't even know I'm here. Why? Just because, you know, 
we don't have sex like this. Why? Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't like to. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and the question is why? You know, and, and she was just, she goes, I have so much that I want to embrace and so much that I want to do, but he's just very vanilla. I'm like, yeah. You need to show him that side of you and have a conversation with him about this and bring that out. And so I feel bad because there's so many women out there that have to watch such movies or read such books to have this other life, so to say, and not, and they can only have it in their brains because they can't actually have it physically because they hold themselves back. They think it's taboo. They think it's bad. They think they're the bad girl. Fuck that noise. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, and that th- this is that this is such a big conversation because uh, to be honest, you know, I'm actually my my life partner right now is very vanilla and he's going to prostate cancer. So there's not much sex happening. And I have I have had a conversation with him since day 1 of us getting together. It's like, look, you meet you meet me now and you are fascinated with me and you're like falling for me because of who I am, which is I'm a free woman. I have claimed and reclaimed my sexual sexuality. I am free with my sex, and so that's why I'm so attractive to you. Now, if you want to be my boyfriend, you're going to encounter this tough place where I'm going to want to have, you know, sexual experiences with other people, men, women, whatever, because it's what feeds my soul. It's what helps me stay open and stay in love instead of get into the attachment and all that other stuff that, that I used to go to when I only have one monogamous partner. So know that this is coming. So we've had many conversations around this and, you know, helping him feel safe enough so that I can bring in other elements into our life. And it has not been easy, um, but it's been very brave and courageous and loving and touching. And I'm very proud of my relationship with him and me, you know, for not dumping this and just go and seeking, but really staying and cultivating and seeing what does it take as a woman in the world to own everything, to, to be in relationship with another person and to also own her sexuality and not give up on her freedom. And what I know deeply that is, this is right and good in the world. And as long More as you, yes. And as long as you are able to be open in that communication, because communication is key. And if yes. that works for you, wonderful. You know, and I just want everybody, I just want to encourage everybody, you know, if you are in a situation where you need to express yourself, have that open communication. Because, yes, like you, there are women out there who are their significant others, spouses, boyfriends, whatever, uh, may have some kind of issue, medical issue or whatnot, that the sex tribe has gone. Or maybe at the moment they're, they just can't. So have these have these conversations because in order to be the best person you are, you have to be fed. You have to fill your love tank. So we're down to the last minute and thirty six seconds. And speaking <laughs> of the book, have you ever have you ever read the Claiming of Beauty trilogy from Anne Rice? Lord, no. have mercy. You need to Google it, download it, go buy it, go wherever. I read that probably about 20 years ago. So I guess after reading that, you know, these other books, they don't even touch it. It was the most delicious, insane, mind-blowing trilogy I have ever read. And that was part of my own awakening. So down to the last minute, I want everybody to enjoy the yummy bones that the universe throws at you. And have delicious orgasms because, you know, life is too short to have no orgasms at all. And, again, it's not about the orgasm. It's about the connection and the union that you have and the pleasure you are bringing. Orgasms aren't the end-all, be-all, but they sure are nice. I want to thank you again, my beautiful goddess, for being with me tonight. And I want to have you again, literally, <laughs> on again <laughs> and again on another show because I want to touch more on BDSM with you. 
I do so too. We, and this weekend, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go to a, a three day BDSM training as the dominant. So I will have more ooh. to bring to you. I would love to have Godfrey on with us. That was just yeah, amazing. Oh God. Yes. Okay. So thank you again, my darling. I love you with all of my heart. And from my front porch to everybody else, I bid you peace until next time. Bye. Thank you, honey.